Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about why you shouldn't be scared to spend money on marketing. I think we have a few case studies we can talk about here, but uh, I guess I can kick things off. For this one, I mean, a lot of people, when, when they come to us, uh, you know, whether it's Neil or myself, they always talk about, oh, you know, we have this, uh, you know, $5,000 or so budget, um, and that's all we can do to, you know, to, to test. And the thing is, that's not how advertising works or, you know, any type of marketing at all. Um, if you see something working, if you see any semblance of traction at all, you go all in on it. So you can't be scared to spend money. A lot of people are a little gun shy initially, especially when they've never really done many marketing campaigns at all, which is understandable. You have to understand, like you talk about the, the big direct response marketers out there that are really killing it, that are, you know, just spending a dollar to make $10. They've spent a lot of money up front to learn a lot of lessons to build the machine that they have today. So you can't be scared to spend money because scared money doesn't make money. And the thing too is it's like, with marketing, it's okay to be scared. It's natural. It's natural to not know what kind of ROI that you're going to end up generating. It was funny. So the other day, someone tried to offer me a job. And I don't get offered jobs too often. But this person was willing to pay me whatever. Like I'm talking about over $10 million to work from full-time. And they wanted to make most of it performance-based, like maybe a million or two base salary, and the rest uh, purely based off of performance. And I didn't care for the job, nor would I take it, but Ali just entertained it because a friend wanted me to do it because they were the recruiter and they would look good if I just sat down for the interview. So I was like, sure, whatever. If you come to me, I'll spend 30 minutes in the interview. And uh, they did. They flew to me. I spent 30 minutes and that was it. But this company, they're just like, yeah, we have a ton of money to spend on marketing. We don't do any marketing right now, but we're worth hundreds of millions of dollars, if not over a billion dollars. And this company had a ton of revenue all through enterprise. And what they wanted to do is they're like, all right, what's going to be my ROI if we spend X dollars? And marketing really doesn't work like that when you haven't started off. You have to be willing to spend money. And they only wanted to spend money directly for results. And I went in there telling them that I'm not going to be a good fit for this job, even though I knew what I was going to get paid. And I quickly told them that, hey, there's an issue with the way you guys are thinking about this too. Marketing doesn't work that you spend money and you make more. Sure, once you're established, yes. But at the beginning, it's just really testing the waters. You're throwing away money in different areas and you don't know if you're going to get a single ROI or not. I'm not saying you need to throw away a million bucks. I'm not even saying you need to throw away thousands and thousands of dollars, right? It depends on your skill. These guys wanted to grow extremely fast, so they would probably have to burn like $250,000 before they figured out what would work and what wouldn't. But if you don't care to grow as fast, like making extra $50, $100 million a year in revenue through online marketing within a 12 or 24-month period, you can start off really small and you don't have to burn much cash at all. But the point is, if you're not willing to test the waters, you will not know how to generate an ROI from marketing. I don't care how good of a marketer someone may be, even me, if you work with me, just because I know content marketing works, 
it doesn't mean it's going to work as well for your business as it does for mine. So Neil brings up a really good point around having to establish and then set a baseline when you're starting. And I get the same problem too. When a lot of clients come to single grain, they're asking, well, you know, what, what, what kind of ROI are we going to get from this? What, what can we expect to get? And the answer is, you know, if you haven't started anything yet, you can't really say anything because you don't have a baseline to build off of. You know, after the first month or so, after the first couple of weeks, you have a baseline to go off of. Then you can start to project things out. But you, it's hard to set any projections before you have anything set. Now, what I can share, I guess, you know, from uh, from experience is uh, similar story to Neil. I mean, th- this company, they're willing to pay the, uh, the, th- the team members, the employees a lot of money. But they weren't willing to spend on advertising. So, you know, they would spend, you know, 300 grand for, uh, you know, this executive, like another 300 grand for another, another CTO. But when it came to investing in technology or when it came to investing in marketing, they just said, well, you know, we're, we're only going to spend 10 grand a month. And that's what hamstrung them. You know, the, um, even though the product launch, uh, was for, you know, $1.2 million, you know, if they spent a lot more upfront, it probably could have been for, for more than that. So, um, when it comes to marketing, um, you know, you can't just set like an arbitrary budget. You know, if things take off, you know, that's when you, that's when you, um, you know, you release the floodgates and, and you go all in on it. So I think it's the same thing with, with other campaigns that are going on right now. I mean, it's not just advertising. Uh, even for the content that we invest in, you know, for us right now, I think we're, we're investing probably, you know, five or six grand a month just in content and we're not getting immediate returns, you know, for us in the, in the past couple of years, I'll just say, you know, our, our blog is, was maybe getting, uh, you know, like 10 times less traffic for, for single grain, maybe even more than that. But, you know, we've continually just held the course there, stayed consistent with it. And now we're investing even more into it, really looking to, to build that out. I mean, Neil, maybe you can talk about kind of, you know, what you invest into, into content marketing, because that's a big play for you. Yeah. So where I'm investing into is the biggest thing is PR. And I know that sounds crazy. Content production isn't that expensive. Uh, infographics. Yeah, but I can get a really good infographic made for a thousand bucks. My biggest expense is really PR. So for example, I just hired a PR company in Brazil. It's a bit more than $10,000 a month. I have a PR company here in the US. I pay them, I think, $10,300 a month. So I do this all around the world for different regions we expand into because it pushes our content out there. The other area that I spend a lot of money with content marketing is finding people who do outreach. So I have a guy named Grant who heads up all of Latin America and he reaches out to magazines and gets me columns in these physical magazines. And what that does is it creates a bigger brand. When you create a bigger brand, more people Google you, they read your blog, you get a much more loyal following and the content does way better. I used to just purely invest in link building, creating content, infographics, and that's it. But I found that when I put the money into PR and more unique strategies like getting columns in magazines, it has a much bigger effect over a course of six, seven, or nine or 10 months. Love it. I really don't have much more to add around this. Um, I think it's, you know, you just have to be, you just have to pony up and, uh, you know, suck it up a little bit and then you're going to start to see the results. So with that being said, I think this, that's it for this episode of Marketing School. So we'll see you in tomorrow's. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.